Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Before I begin today's show, I want to remind you parents and caregivers that it's time. I know we do a lot of adulting, but it's time to finally cross off one of the most important things on your to-do list, life insurance. Fabric makes getting a great term life insurance policy for your family quick, easy, and surprisingly affordable. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day and Fabric was built specifically for parents. They get that in a one-minute time span, you may be interrupted 15 times with life's demands. So, they've made signing up on their online hub quick and easy. Get fast, affordable life insurance, create a will for your family, or set up your kid's college savings plan. This action you take now can be a gift and huge help to you and your family later. There's no risk to apply today. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee and... You can cancel at any time. Protect your family with term life insurance now in just 10 minutes. Apply today at meetfabric.com slash KBS. That's meetfabric.com slash KBS to start protecting your family today. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash KBS. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Now, to today's episode. We are continuing our Daniel series. This is Daniel Part 5 and is called, Will King Nebuchadnezzar Learn His Lesson? This comes from Daniel chapter 4, verses 28 through 37. In our last Daniel episode, we heard the king writing a letter explaining a bizarre dream he had. If you missed it, make sure to go back and listen to episode number 240, because this episode builds upon it. Well, Daniel explained what the dream meant and the lesson that was to be learned from it. The king was warned what would happen if he didn't change his ways. Let's listen in to hear if his dream came true or if he listened to the warning. We begin our story now. Monday turned into Tuesday, which turned into Wednesday, and the days slowly ticked by. Daniel had warned King Nebuchadnezzar that the dream he had was not good. It was warning him that he'd been prideful and forgotten God. He should change his ways, or else it would come true. 
The seasons marched on. Fall changed to winter, which turned to spring. Twelve months went by since Daniel explained this dream. Is twelve months long? Yes. Does anyone remember how many months are in one year? Say it out loud if you do. Twelve. Thanks for sharing. Twelve months are in one year. So one whole year went by, and nothing happened to the king. Maybe he felt more confident and calm, thinking, "Well, if the dream hasn't come true by now, maybe it never will." <laughs> But one fine day, King Nebuchadnezzar was walking on the flat roof of his palace in Babylon. He was admiring the fruit drying in the sun. Soon, the heat would shrivel the grapes into sweet raisins. Mmm, mmm! It all looked so pleasing to the king. He strode further to the edge of the roof, peered out, and said, "Look at Babylon! I built this great city. It's..." My palace, <laughs> yeah. Well, I built this great place all by my power to show how great I am. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> The words were still in his mouth when a voice came from heaven. The voice said, "King Nebuchadnezzar, these things will happen." To you, your royal power has been taken away from you. You will be forced away from people to live with the wild animals. You will be fed grass like an ox. Seven years will pass before you learn this lesson: that the Most High God rules over the kingdoms of men, and the Most High God. Gives those kingdoms to anyone he wants. I imagine the king's knees trembling, his body sweating in fear. Oh no, his pride! There it was again. The dream was really happening. Everything happened just as Daniel had said. Quickly, Nebuchadnezzar was forced to go away. Maybe he looked back at his palace and waved goodbye to the people on the streets. Suddenly, he found himself eating grass, like an ox. He became wet from droplets of dew. His hair. Grew long like the feathers of an eagle, and his nails—they transformed to be like the claws of a bird. Wow, that's crazy, you guys. Have you ever read the story where the wild things are? If you have, that's what I picture him turning into—one of those creatures. 
Well, the years passed until one day, King Nebuchadnezzar lifted his eyes up, up toward heaven, and poof, he could think correctly again. Oh, happy day! With the biggest smile, he joyfully gave praise to the Most High God. He gave God honor and glory, saying, God's rule is forever. His kingdom continues for all time. People on earth are not truly important, and God does what He wants with the powers of heaven and the powers on earth. And no one can stop His powerful hand, and no one can question the things He does. The king could think correctly again, and God gave him back his great honor and power as king. He became king again, but was even greater and more powerful than before. King Nebuchadnezzar said, "Now, I, Nebuchadnezzar, give praise and honor and glory to the King of Heaven." Everything he does is right, and he is always fair. And he is able to make proud people humble. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. A few episodes ago, we discussed humility and pride. Remember that they are opposites. What's the opposite of up? Down. And what's the opposite of humility? Pride. Okay, good. You've got it. Being humble means realizing you cannot do it all on your own, or that you do not know it all. Now it does not mean thinking less of yourself, like saying bad things about yourself or putting yourself down. No, not that. Instead, it's thinking of yourself less and thinking of others more. Remember, we said before it could look like you letting someone else go first on the ice cream line, because you were thinking of them before you thought of yourself. And what did we say the opposite of being humble is? Prideful. Very good. Pride is thinking you know better than God. You think so highly of yourself that you think it's all up to you. Maybe you puff out your chest, thinking, "Oh, you are the best thing that's ever been created. Way better than that new kid in class." That's pride. Which one of these did King Nebuchadnezzar struggle with at first? Was his dream warning him of being prideful, or being humble? Prideful. That's right. Remember him strolling around on top of his roof, being so prideful of what he felt he had created, all for him. Look at Babylon. 
I built this great city. It's my palace. <laughs> yeah. Well, I built this great place all by my power to show how great I am. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that definitely does not sound humble. But by the end of the story, does it sound like he was humbled and admitted that God is the ruler, that God is the greatest king? Yeah. Yes, that's right. His heart changed. He was so joyful with this good news of God's power and love that he proclaimed it to others so they too may know. Wasn't God so patient with him too? I mean, the king had seen God do incredible things when Daniel interpreted his very first dream, and then when he saved the three men from the fire last week, and he still did not get it. God was so patient with him. Do you think God is patient with you? Yeah. Yes, he is. No one is perfect, so time and time again, we all need to ask for his forgiveness. God doesn't roll his eyes when we ask for his forgiveness yet again. But instead, he's so patient, so loving, that he wants to hear from you. Bring you back to him when you wander off the path because he loves you so much. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to press follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And as always, bye for now.